It is time to recap a week in Drake Sports. This is The Bark, and here are your hosts, Noah Manderfeld and J.D. Pellegrino. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week of Drake Sports. I'm Noah Manderfeld, the sports director of the Drake Broadcasting System, and next to me is your society professional journalist, Region 7 Best Sports photo winner, J.D. Pellegrino. J.D., how does it feel? Honestly, I'm humbled by this experience. I will now be advancing to nationals, hopefully going to the competition, wherever that is. I will be figuring that out sometime today. But softball playing the best stretch of their season thus far, taking wins over Loyola and UNI. Women's tennis on a roll. Men's tennis picking up their season finale win and then track and field preparing for the prestigious Drake Relays next week. So we've got a lot to unpack. The softball team went 5-0 and this past week at home, defeating UNI twice and Loyola three times as they did it in fashion. We're going to break down the week and each game as quickly as possible, trying to be concise. Drake, UNI, Game 1, Tuesday, April 9th at 4 p.m. Nicole Newman began the stretch pitching for the Bulldogs. She has been phenomenal all season long, and nothing has changed. When you think it can't get any better, it does. When you think she can't get any better, she does. Newman pitched all seven innings, retiring 12 batters. That's 12 in one single game. Starting pitcher for you and I, Emma Olnicek, struck out only two batters before she was replaced by Brooke Craig, who added only one strikeout in her four innings. Craig pitched a majority of the game because Olnicek couldn't keep the ball away from the Bulldogs. In the bottom of the first, Kennedy Frank grounded out to second base, but advanced Macy Johnson to third, driving in Maddie Remick. Taryn Pena flied out to the infield, but drove Remick home 2-0 Bulldogs after the first inning. Olnicek walked two batters in the bottom of the third and then was replaced. Pena singled, advancing on to second on an error. Kennedy Frank advanced to third, and Johnson scored. UNI's only score came in the fifth inning. The Bulldogs take game one, three to one. Game two, Drake UNI, same day, Tuesday, April 9th, but just a few swings later at 6.30 p.m. After handing UNI that tough loss in game one, Drake stepped right back up to the plate, metaphorically and literally. The Bulldogs finished the game with 14 hits, driving in 11 runs. 11 runs. UNI only had six hits for three runs. Only three players didn't score for the Bulldogs. That's did not score for the Bulldogs. Nicole Timmons pitched this one and striked out six batters in her five innings pitch after the game got decided early due to Drake's offense. UNI went through three pitchers who combined for one strikeout. The Panthers' Hannah Kelly didn't even make it a full inning. She pitched two-thirds of an inning and gave up four runs. Drake came ready to play, clearly more motivated than ever, and just that desire to win and keep that winning streak going. You and I didn't stand a chance in this one. 11-3, Bulldogs win. The Bulldogs' winning streak at that point increased to 12 games. That's a big win over a conference opponent, J.D. Big win, but there's more. This weekend was a bad weekend to be Loyola. Across a three-game span, Drake outscored Loyola 21-0. I wasn't at the game, but I'd bet the brooms were out as the Bulldogs swept Loyola all the way back to the buses, sending them back to Illinois. Drake-Loyola Game 1, Saturday, April 13th at noon. Last year, I took a philosophy class, so I'm going to try as hard as I can to build this sound argument. 
Let's start with the facts. Drake is better than Loyola by a lot. Nicole Newman pitches for Drake. Nicole Newman is the best pitcher in the Missouri Valley Conference. Therefore, Drake could not lose. Newman retired 11 batters, ending the game in five short innings. Newman pitched another perfect game. Newman struck out every single batter except one, but that didn't matter because nobody made it to first base. To combo Newman's phenomenal pitching, mix in a little Bulldogs offense, and that's a winning recipe. Remick, Johnson, Pena, Newman, Barnett, Bowie, and Ryan all scored for Drake. The Bulldogs shut out Loyola in Game 1, 9-0 in five innings. Game 2, same day, just a little bit later, 2 p.m., Remick at the helm once again. Struck out 12 batters, so that you can see this strong pitching really really building up on itself. The momentum is carrying game to game. She only allowed two hits, but this game was a little bit slower. I would say that the offense struggled a little bit, I would say, for both teams. The Bulldogs had the lone run in this game, escaping with a 1-0 win to conclude the day, improving to 2-0 in this series. The run came when Taryn Pena singled a shortstop. Johnson scored. Moving. Game 3, Drake Loyola. The next day, Sunday, April 14th, bright and early, 11 a.m., Nicole Newman was back for more. She sent another 11 batters packing and on their way to the dugout. The game only lasted five innings again. Remick went two for four. Macy Johnson, three for two. Now, the three Drake stars of the game. Kennedy Frank went a perfect two for two with four RBIs, scoring three times herself. Taryn Pena, two for two, three RBIs, scored twice. Finally, Nicole Newman, the baddest pitcher in the Missouri Valley Conference, went one for three, driving in three RBIs on her one hit, and scored once herself. Freshman Alexia Lara went one for three, and Libby Ryan went two for three, scoring once herself. I would absolutely hate to be any of the teams in the Missouri Valley Conference other than Drake, because Drake is the big, bad bully. In April, Drake is outscoring opponents 60-7, to dating back to March 26th, less than a month ago, against Nebraska. Are you ready for this, Noah? <laughs> the Bulldogs have outscored opponents 101-8. to That's in 13 combined games. The opponents have only scored 8 combined runs, while Drake just yesterday, in a 5-inning game, scored 11. Noah, would, would you be surprised... If Drake didn't make it to the Missouri Valley Conference Championship and win. JD, I would be extremely surprised if they didn't win. And this team is, we've said it so many times, and I'm going to say it again, they've just been dominating opponents. And while you were talking about that, I came up with the trilogy of the Drake softball week in just how dominating fashion it was. And these are three movie titles that I think would go with with all the games. Number one, we've got the demise of you and I. Try to go with the eyes there, you know, trying to make it sound good. Uh, the how does it? But sound? um, <laughs> the explosion of the bulldog offense. That's pretty basic, but that's like the second one, you know. Then the third one, Nicole Newman back for more. The finale to what was really not a surprising weekend, and we've grown used to the idea of Drake beating their opponents so well and. Looking at the NCAA ranks, I'm going to throw some numbers at you because they're all very, very impressive. Nicole Newman, number one, 1.19 ERA. That's 16th in the NCAA. She's got a 12.7 strikeout per seven innings. That's second in the NCAA. She's got 233 strikeouts, also second in the NCAA. 
This last week, by the way, Taryn Pena, she went 8 for 11 with 11 RBIs. Macy Johnson, looking back at NCAA rankings, now hitting 390. Her on-base percentage is 548. That's 16th best in the NCAA because of her ninth best total in walks. That's a lot of numbers, but it just shows you how good this team is in the NCAA and comparing against other programs, and I just can't help but see the similarities between the Drake women's basketball team and this Drake softball team. The women's basketball team constantly plays a tough non-conference. They harden their skin, get to the conference season, and dominate opponents. Drake is 24th in the RPI right now. That's showing a lot for this team. There isn't much that is not going Drake's way. They host Iowa on April 17th and then Illinois State on April 19th and 20th for three games. Moving over to women's tennis, Noah. And the women's tennis team also had a good week defeating Valparaiso in straight sets. They didn't even, in fact, lose an uncontested set. That's how good their weekend was. Uh, they started it off with Petushka and Palumbo setting the stage in singles with two wins. Then Walchick and Halius got singles win in the three and four singles. And in fact, Halius, she's now won four matches in a row after losing four of five. They also won two doubles matches to get the doubles points. And they played a team, Valparaiso, that is struggling. They're now 0-3 in the conference. However, Drake still gets a big win over a conference opponent, and this is a young team. We've talked about the, comparing them to the women's soccer team. They're just young, and they're just trying to play and play to the best of their ability, and a good success for the program. It's their last home match uh, before they head on the road for two final matches, and it's just, a, again, a young team trying to figure it out. And looking at the conference standings as well, Drake now 2-1. and one. That puts them right around fourth place, and the conference standings on the Missouri Valley Conference website isn't quite updated, so we don't know the uh, ranking that they sit at right now, but they're 2-1, and 8-13 and 13 overall. They're trying to get into that top four spot. They've defeated Valparaiso, who's now 0-3, and, and they defeated UNI earlier this year, so they're looking good as they take on Illinois State on April 21st at 10 a.m., and then they take on Bradley the day before at 11 a.m. on the road. Two big matches for two teams ahead of them. Over on the men's side, the men's team traveled all the way to Virginia to take on Old Dominion, and they were able to narrowly defeat Old Dominion 4-3, and it actually came down to the last set. But early wins from Barney Thorold and Bayo Phillips in the singles matchups Gave them the 3-1 to one win when you compare that with the doubles point that Drake got. But Old Dominion, they came back and won their next two matches to tie the game up. And this is when Ben Clark got the win in the number 6 singles with a narrow 2-1 to one victory. The game was on the line and Ben Clark delivered. He lost the first set, in fact, 6-1. to one, But he won sets 2 and 3, 6-2 each. And this was the final regular season matchup, by the way, for the, women, or for the men's tennis team. And boy, did they look good. Old Dominion, they narrowly lost to LSU earlier this season, and they defeated Penn State this year. And Drake came in and really showed why that they belong in the same conversation as Old Dominion. They improved to a winning record this season. And this was their last matchup before the conference tournament, which is going to be a big conference tournament for them. Yep, I just ran into a couple of tennis players before this game, actually. And 
although they are 5-1 and one in the Summit League, they are not at all impressed or proud of where they should be, I, given that would have only been one more game, one. But they think that they are the they are the favorites. They should come out and win. It is their expectation that they play the best tennis that they can. The reason that a lot of them came over from overseas to play, to win, to thrive in men's tennis at Drake University. And they will try to thrive in the conference tournament on April 26th and 27th. 26th is the semis. Right now they're in second place, and they will become conference tournament season. And as of right now, they'd be playing Valparaiso. But Valparaiso plays North Dakota, the number four seed right now. And the so the winner of that game will play Drake. So watch out for that one next week. Drake is guaranteed the second seed right behind Denver. Let's head over to track and field, J.D., shall we? With relays only a little over a week away, the Drake men and women's track and field teams headed to Arkansas over the weekend for the John McDonald Invitational. Drake collected 22 top 10 finishes and numerous outdoor personal bests at the Invitational. Kundai Maguranyaga continued his strong sophomore campaign, finishing fourth in the 200 meters with 21.05 and 5th in the 100 meters in 10.56. He was joined by Victor Pekka and Aubakwe Malo in the top 10 of the 100 meters as the pair finished 6th and 9th respectively. The women's team had strong performances in the distance events with sophomore Rachel Selva finishing 5th in the 3,000 meters with a personal best of 10 minutes, 15 seconds, .14, while... Olivia Rogers was third in the 3,000 meter steeplechase in 11 minutes, 20 seconds, .25. Also a personal best. The field events were also fruitful for the women as Lexi Chapman was second in shot put at 45 feet and 7 inches and sixth in discus at 151 feet and 8 inches. Christina Limonian notched a personal best in the pole vault by clearing 12 feet and 3 quarters inches to take 10th place. Her jump was also a school record, narrowly eclipsing the Bulldogs' top outdoor mark. Next, men's and women's track and field teams resume action next week at the annual Kansas Relays in Lawrence, Kansas, between April 17th and April 20th. With this next collegiate tournament, that is another opportunity to have Drake athletes place to enter into the Drake Relays. Which comes up in the following week, and so that should be good. I know for sure Olivia Rogers will be competing in that one, but I think Rachel Selva as well, and a few of the other names that you heard about. So we'll get you an update on that next week as to who is competing in the Relays. But that's going to conclude it for us here on The Bark. We appreciate you listening to us. Make sure to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. We're on all of those platforms and Hopefully we'll be talking to you next week about a good week in Drake sports. Let's have a good week in Drake sports, folks.